The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Podcast, all the sports gambling podcasts ever. My name is Talent Jenkins. Joined with our host, we got Ryan Gilbert and a very excited, very happy Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? I'm doing good. I'll, I'll keep this short so we can pass it over to Joel. Big win tonight for the Avs, and I'm excited to hear uh, Joel's take. Uh, uh, after the last show, you know, I was down in the dumps. I was belligerent. I was fucking around. I was getting mad at my co-host. I was saying stupid things. But uh, you know what? Tonight, it's all about the ass, man. This team's got they got guts. They proved me wrong. I didn't think that they could do it, but uh, they pulled it out in the end. And, um, yeah, I'm just fucking stoked to do this show tonight. Unlike Monday Night, where it's just, like, bound by contract. But tonight, it's a fucking joy to be with you all. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Why? What what happened? What changed between this show and last show? <laughs> You're out of fucking work. You have no idea what <laughs> went on. But uh, yeah, the Avalanche won, man. Come on, an overtime. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it, it did a lot better than your Leafs. That's for sure. Joel may not have enjoyed recording last show, but I'm sure the listeners enjoyed you uh, ranting and raving and going on in in your depressed state. Oh fuck, we had a great time. That's all that matters, eh? Yeah. Uh, all right, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website, man. That's the place to be. Everything, uh, fuck, baseball's doing their thing. Their season lasted a jillion years, but they're still in the mix of it, not even halfway done. Uh, hockey, fuck, dude, it's Stanley Cup playoffs. We're going into Game Five. Cup could be awarded. This is this is all. This is the best time of the year, yo. This is everything what we all wait for. Uh, NASCAR Gambling Podcast is going off. We got a big golf tournament coming up this weekend. Uh, there's the folks at a certain podcast that will not be named. Maybe we'll touch on that a little bit later, but go listen to them too. They're always killing it. Uh, USFL's in playoffs. Fucking CFL's going. NFL's around the corner. I'm sure there's some college fucking previews going around everywhere too. So get your ass at the Sports Gaming Podcast Network website. Listen to the other shows and check out some articles. Ryan's pumping out content there. Jolie's putting occasional articles out and stuff like that too. So go check those out. Support the boys. They do a good job, man. So you guys do good there. So go, uh, if you're listening to this, go check those out. Uh, and of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group, man. I wasn't I wasn't able to watch the game because I was at work, but whenever I could check my phone, I would I would take a little peek in the Slack group, and uh, you boys were popping off there, so that's always good to see. Uh, lots of bets flowing in the Slack. It's been like that all year, man. So if you're not in the Slack group, you're literally losing money, yo. So get your ass in the Slack group and do not bet Zach Bogosian to score a goal. <laughs> yeah, fucking Paulie, <laughs> take heed, take heed before you lose any more money. <laughs> 
Yeah, Slack was popping off tonight. Actually, all, all three of us listed a handful of props we we all bet. I don't I don't know how they did, but you know it's it's fun fun to fun to watch along. And and we could only have one more game. We only have a maximum of three games left. So if you haven't joined yet, what are you waiting for? Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/slack to uh, and then hit up the hockey channel, or you can hit up uh, myself, Talon, or the Hockey Gambling Podcast Twitter account at hockey sgpn, and we'll point you in the right direction. And also, make sure you're listen, listening to this podcast in the Hockey Gambling Podcast feed. It helps our downloads, helps our listeners, helps the show grow even more. All right, we're going to jump in. Uh, this is something we meant to talk about for a little bit. It's kind of fucking stupid that the NHL does the NHL awards literally in the middle of the NHL finals. Like, I, I don't know, that's crazy. You got players that are actually winning awards that are supposed to focus on winning the fucking Stanley Cup the next night. That's a bit crazy. But the NHL awards were last night on Tuesday night. Uh, we'll jump into a couple of the things that came off. More so stuff you can bet on here. Uh, particularly, Austin Matthews took home the heart. That's the uh, that league MVP. A uh, little consolation, we won't go into it. He also took home the Ted Lindsay Award, which is the MVP voted by the players. So arguably, you know, the best award there is probably the Ted Lindsay because, hey, it's voted by your peers, you know. Um, but, boys, Austin Matthews win the heart. Ryan, I think you cashed a big feature on that, No. Yeah, I cashed that, and that was actually something that Joel, I think, pointed out first in, in the Slack group. I, I got him, in a, I think, plus 500 or plus 550. Joel may have even got plus 600 or more back in, um, I think it was late January, early February, when he was really going on a tear, and he just continued to heat up, and yeah, he, he ran away with it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I just saw that he was a, the Leafs were on a very easy schedule, I mean, know how bad the... Uh, the Leafs are against bad teams, but you, <laughs> Matthews continues to score even against those bad teams that they lose against. And uh, yeah, I got Matthews at seven to one, so that was a nice cash for me. Uh, never in doubt after that little stretch, and uh, when he's going for sixty goals plus, so uh, no doubt he was the Hart Trophy winner. Uh, I think he closed at minus six seventy before the awards on Tuesday, so uh, yeah, I didn't sweat that one at all. Uh, yeah, I hope you guys uh, cash some tickets there because I know we went on that about that for a while, even as he continued to drift down and down from four to one, three to one, two to one. We still kept saying, Bet fucking awesome, Matthew. So I hope you guys listen to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you bringing up the uh Toronto being uh, bad against bad teams just reminded me, it got me, gave me a nostalgia to that to that week or two where you could just bet team totals over three and a half against the Leafs and just cash them easily. Uh, that was a good time then, especially the Sabres. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, yes. you guys just lay off a little bit here. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> um, yeah, but it's good to see the guy had a sixty goal season, right? Like, that hasn't been done since Stamkos in like twenty thirteen or something stupid like that. Uh, but dude, it was, it was tight, right? Like, McDavid had what one hundred and twenty three points this year or something crazy, seventy nine assists or something stupid like that. And we all know the season that uh, Igor Shosturkin had in New York too. So a little bit close in the ends. Matthews right. ended up getting it done. The books cashed heavy on Matthews winning because everybody and their mother was betting McDavid in the early part of the season. Like uh, he went down from like four to one to three to one to two to one to one. Yeah. Like he was in the minus in some books too at the beginning of the season. So uh, the books are definitely happy that Matthews cashed to you because uh, they definitely <laughs> cashed on that one. Of course, of course. But, but you got to remember Edmonton was on a tear for those first like month or two months of the season too, right? So that kind of helped the case. Um, what kills me. I'm not going to get into this too much, but I touched on it a little bit in the Slack today. There is one fucking voter that put in a vote list that didn't have Matthews or McDavid in the top five. 
Like, what the fuck is that, dude? Guy had Kaprizov, Yossi, Shosturk, and Huberdor, and uh, JT Miller. They all had absolutely incredible seasons. Like, don't get me wrong. Every one of those guys was fantastic. But, like, Matthew scored 60 goals, and McDavid had 123 points with 79 assists. How are those two not on that list? That's ridiculous to me. Yeah, that's like people voting, like, independent or the Green Party in, like, a big election. No, fucking exactly. vote for who you're supposed to vote for. 100%. That's exactly what it is. It is a hipster vote, right? He just wants to show how smart he is, right? No, these are the real winners. Well, he had Kaprizov as his first vote, so I imagine he's from Minnesota, but who knows? Um, all wild. right. We'll jump down to a big one here. This is a big one for somebody on this podcast here. Uh, James Norris winner for the best defenseman. It went to Kale McCarr. That was, that was a tight race between him and Yossi, man. It almost could have went either way, but McCarr ended up getting it done. Jolie, what are your thoughts on this, bud? Oh, sweating this one big, man. Uh, you know, I had my ticket on him from the beginning. I, I thought about hedging for a while because I thought the Yossi was the value pick, as uh, my co-host here, Ryan, was saying all along. But he ended up pulling through because uh, this guy is the real deal. Uh, fucking Wayne Gretzky himself says this guy should have been on the heart ballot, let alone the Norris ballot. So, uh, yeah, this guy's the real deal. It sucks that he had to be there. Right before a uh, Stanley Cup game. Right. So uh, that's unfortunate. But uh, no doubt, this guy's the best defenseman in the league at the moment. Uh, Victor Hedman, he's got the resume and all that. But this season, for sure, Kale McCarr was the best defenseman. And he'll win a, a few more of these for his career done, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm really stoked that my ticket came through there today uh, or yesterday. Uh, yeah, that that was a that was a beauty. But uh, I'll let you, Ryan, uh, toast your unfortunate Roman Yossi <laughs> ticket. Yeah, Roman Yossi. I called him out probably February as he was he was plus five hundred, plus six hundred, just on a great pace scoring wise. And and I did end up cashing out some of my bets, so so I did profit. But I still had a bunch more out there, and it just pisses me off that Roman Yossi was on more ballots than Kale McCarr was. Roman Yossi got six more first place votes than Kale McCarr did. But it's just the it's just those voters down the ballots throwing. He's throwing his bones left and right, where they're, they're 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 costing us. I mean, he he lost by twenty five points, which is a pretty small margin in terms of voting. I'm pretty sure he had more first place votes. It's just, it's tough to see, especially when you're holding tickets like I was. That's how it works, though. Like, Nor uh, Yossi had six more first place votes, but McCarr had like twenty more second place yeah, votes. So you, yeah, you, you total all up, and uh, that's the winner. Like, come on, no, don't be no <laughs> fucking John Cooper now. Oh, oh I'm not. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, um, I uh, I read somewhere that Charlie McAvoy got a first pick vote. That's How fine fun? with me. Just one that... person, is, it's fine. It's, yeah, no, Charlie McAvoy on, is underrated, man. He if is you, legit. Charlie McAvoy is a great defenseman. He an elite defenseman, top tier in the league, yo. But to for this season, to pick him over Kale McCarr or fucking Roman Yossi for what those two guys did, like that. Honestly, like if you do that, Jack should... Edwards. 100%. Yo, it probably is, though. Like, it very well could be. Like, he's just smoking fucking 20 bong loads. And it's like, you know what? Fuck the NHL. I'm putting in fucking Charlie McAvoy. No, that's crazy, dude. Like, you... it, it was it was the Boston Athletic. Um, there you go. Yeah, shocker. Shocker. Shizawa Fluto had him first place. But, like, if you're doing that, like, you should be stopped from 
of being able to vote. Like you should have your privileges revoked. Like that's absolutely. You can like your guy. I, there's nothing wrong with supporting your guy and liking your guy. But if you can't objectively look at the NHL as a whole and be like, yo, Cal McCarr, who had a dynamite season, who lit it up. He's done things we haven't seen since you know the likes of Eric Carlson in his prime, and then oh, Roman Yossi he was putting up Bobby mad fucking Orr and Paul Coffey. Okay, give well, my guy well, some respect. Okay, that's well. Fucking I don't know Carlson. if I'm ready Get to go there yet. You know, I don't know if I'm ready to go there yet, but I'll give him as much credit as anybody else, you know, as he deserves. But still, if you're saying that your guy's better than these two guys this season, you're ridiculous. That's, you're peanut butter fucking nuts, and we haven't dropped that one in a while. Make sure to get down on the wins bet $50 win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. WinBet is also offering an ultimate fantasy football experience. If you bet $500 or more on sports or casino before July 31st, 2022, you'll get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Win Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed. They're also offering a Party with DJ Diesel package where all users can bet $100 on NBA or casino and be entered into a prize drawing to attend a DJ Diesel, Shaquille O'Neal, performance at Encore Beach Club at night, as well as a meet and greet with DJ Diesel this summer. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now, you can make money on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over or under. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then, choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with a tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com SGP and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right, join our squad and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com SGP. All right, uh, down to the Calder here, boys. Gentlemen, I know, Julie, I know you had a big ticket on this, but I got something to say here. This is probably the biggest snub of the fucking salary <laughs> cap era. And I was talking about it in the Slack, too. Like, this is absolutely ridiculous. Maurice Sider wins the Calder Trophy, Rookie of the Year. But you know what? There's an ostrich beside it. Shouldn't have won it. It should have gone to Toronto Maple Leafs great Michael Bunting, Absolutely incredible season for the kid here. He stepped up. He filled a role where other veteran players like Nick Ritchie couldn't do. He stepped into Zach Hyman's shoes. And we all saw the success that Hyman had in Edmonton this year. You can't put anybody in there to do what this guy did. But yet he did it. Michael Bunting should have won this. This is absolute horseshit. But congratulations to Marit Sider and anybody that had Marit Sider 
uh, tickets, you know, for the Red Wings defenseman stud there. So good on him. Uh, but that's still a snub. That's ridiculous. I'm just happy that the uh, ostrich is back on the show. It was fun to have him on for the fraud and odd nod segment. So good to have him back. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm not doing this again. I'm done. I'm done. My brain's mush. It's an ostrich. If you're going to ramble on about some Leafs garbage, you're going to get it right back in your face. Okay, Jolie, take over. Fuck. Uh, yeah, my guy was Trevor Zegers from the beginning of the season, like plus 475. Uh, he was in the running for a while, after, especially after scoring that wild goal. They call it the Zegers. Uh, does the pass there over the net to uh, who was that? It was his teammate there. I can't uh, Sonny Milano. Sonny Milano. Yeah, that's it. Sonny Milano. Yeah, that's sick. Uh, but now they're calling every freaking goal that they, uh, you know, they put the puck on the blade and then toss it. And even though Andrei Svechnikov, Svechnikov, yes, <laughs> he was the first one to do that. So I, I object to that being called the Michigan. Like, call the pass over the net with that blade, the Michigan. Call the goal where you actually score the goal with that blade uh, over the net like that, the Svechnikov. Okay, that makes sense. Anyway, uh I had Zegers, and I gave up on this ticket. I should have taken my fellow German there, Moritz Seider. Uh, but, I, you know, he's a Red Wing, so I couldn't do that. And uh, he made me pay. That was the, the rightful winner. He had an awesome season. Uh, he lasted down the stretch, too. Like, Zegers, he had a great first half of the season, but he uh, definitely bailed in the second half. Uh, just part of that, uh, you know, the rookies. They're not used to playing these long seasons. And, uh, yeah, Seider outlasted him, and he was an awesome defenseman. So, uh Credit to him. He's going to be the number one D there in Detroit for a long time. So uh, I'll have a fun time rooting against the Red Wings, even as I root for uh, my guy, Cider. Uh, Ryan, did you have any action on this or no? No. He had I, fucking I Cole Caulfield. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you I actually? I, I think I picked him in like my <laughs> preseason, like Atlanta Division previews as, as like someone to watch. And if he, if he played the whole season with uh, Martin St. Louis, maybe he would have got there. But I mean, Moritz Sider <laughs> was a beast, especially against the Flyers. He had some amazing shifts, which isn't very hard to do. But yeah, it's good, good for him. He's going to be a, a big piece of Detroit moving forward. Cole Caulfield could have won uh, AHL Rookie of the Year playing for Laval Rockets as many hey, times not, as he He's not fucking Michael Bunting. Okay? Yo, fuck off. Bunting was sick. You guys are being dicks. He's a great player. Um, yeah, for a 29-year-old. He came third, didn't he? No, he came second. He was second in voting. No, Zegers oh, was, was second. Zegers was second. He was credit. third. I don't know. Either way, he was up in the, he was at the dance. So you got to yeah, go to the you, dance at least. You deserve more credit than I gave you all season long when he kept fucking pumping... Bunting's tires. That's all I was only because he played in the line with fucking Marner and Matthews. Hey, no, so I, Nick like, Ritchie couldn't do it. Nick Ritchie couldn't. Yeah, well, Nick fun. Ritchie's a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. why he sent him the fucking Coyotes. Hey, yo, he's thriving in Arizona State University Coyotes. Don't even worry. Um, all right, we're gonna move down. Last one of the segment here. Uh, Vesna Trophy Award. I don't think this caught anybody off guard here. Rightfully so, it went to Igor Shosturkin. Um, this guy was dominant, man. He had a great year. Unfortunately, fell a little bit short in the playoffs here. But you know what? The Vesna doesn't take into account anything you do in the playoffs. These are all regular season awards, and uh, this guy definitely deserved it. So uh, kudos to Igor. I'm not gonna lie. I had a I had a Jacob Mark or a Jakob Markstrom kind of ticket floating around that I had earlier in the year. But uh, as as great of a season he had, you know, this goes to Shosturkin, 100%. Yeah, our, our good friend uh, Igor Shosturkin here just re- completely <laughs> ran away with it. And uh, shout out to uh, Maddie who joined the um, our Twitter spaces we did. Matt, Matt Bryant, my friend, he he he. Uh, oh yeah. 
he he cashed in pretty big on Chesterkin because I I actually tipped him off. Yeah, big Rangers fan. I tipped him off to it. I didn't bet it myself, but he he bet it and he kept hitting that and he got a pretty pretty good payday yesterday. So I'm happy for him. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, all I had was fucking Darcy Kemper at the beginning of the year at twelve to one. Not even close there. (laughs) I just based that on uh, you know how well Grubauer did, and he was a mediocre goalie but he's playing a good team so i thought the same kind of logic would apply to kemper who's actually a good goalie in arizona but uh never had a chance there so Sturkin just walked away with it uh but yeah very good awards uh betting season for us i think uh, on the pod and personally um i look forward to doing this in the future because uh shit's easier than uh, <laughs> a lot of the other <laughs> betting markets there are out there you got to be a bit more patient but it pays off in the long run eh all right, uh, we're going to jump down into some coaching news. We had a couple of new things that came out since we recorded last. Uh, I think one of these we touched on the Slack a little bit. Former Winnipeg Jets coach uh, Paul Maurice ends up landing in Florida. Now, this is kind of weird because he left Winnipeg like at the start of the season. Like The season was already ongoing when he just kind of left the team. He said, no, I need to take some time away from the game. And a lot of people were speculating that you know he might be done or might be taking a year or two off. But to see him kind of sign in Florida caught a lot of people off guard. Now, on the other hand, can you blame him? You got to go from shitty-ass, cold fucking Winnipeg to nice, beautiful Florida. And the Panthers are a great team, too, here. Uh, as far as the fit goes, I said it in the Slack group. You know, Maurice is kind of, he's, he's an old-school guy. You know, he's, he's firm but fair with his players. He'll he'll go and stand up for you in the media if he thinks that people are kind of getting on your ass a bit too hard. But he'll also give you a kick in the ass if you feel like you need it, too. Um, this could be good for Florida, man. Like, they, they got a lot of talent there as it is. You look at guys like, you know, Huberdo, shit like that. They come off the paper for sure. Um, and maybe this is what they need to put them over a top, dude. The Florida's a great team. They won the President's Trophy. And Paul Maurice is a great coach. So it could be a match made in heaven. Kind of curious to see how it go, how it actually plays out, though. Yeah, I think getting a veteran coach like this is good for Florida. We saw we saw how, how they got outcoached by, by Cooper in the sweep in the second round. And, yeah. I mean, Maurice has been around the block. He, he's his first coaching job in NHL was with the Hartford Whalers. So that shows you how long he's been around. And, and just looking at it at his uh, Wikipedia page here, he coached in the KHL for one season back in uh, 2012 to 2013. So maybe he'll be able to bring some Russians in. Tampa Bay's been getting a lot of them. Maybe he can bring them down to Florida. Florida's a good squad. Maurice has been around. So hopefully it can be a good fit for them. Yeah, Maurice actually left Winnipeg. His reasons were that the team needed a new voice because he'd been there forever. So that was the stated reason why he left. Uh, there's probably more to it, but uh, I was looking forward to uh, fading Florida the next season. But uh, Paul Maurice is a damn good coach. That makes me second guess that uh, he's going to elevate this team in a way that uh, Andrew Burnett could not. Uh, uh, like Ryan said there, they. Uh, he showed us an experience there in the second round versus Tampa. And Paul Maurice has got the experience to elevate this team to the next level in the playoffs. So very curious to see where this team goes from here. Obviously, they're deprived of assets after going in their spending spree at the deadline. And uh, <laughs> we'll see if they get to keep Giroux and all that. So very interested to see where Florida goes from here. But uh, they're in good hands there with Paul Maurice. I really like this coach. Now, it's worth noting, we don't got to get into it too hard, but wasn't Andrew Burnett up for the fucking Jack Adams this year and then doesn't even get hired on to be the coach again? Like, that's a little crazy. I don't know. He never should have been in the running. Uh, maybe just, Quindle's team. That's fair. Michael, yeah. Mike, Michael Bunting could have been behind the bench. He would have gotten <laughs> <out>. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shut the fuck up. 
All right, congrats to Paul Maurice, another former Leaf great, uh, Leaf great coach. So there you go. Um, moving down here, some news coming out of Edmonton. Jay Woodcroft resigns with Edmonton. It looks like it's a three-year deal for him. He had a great year, man. So, uh, you know, I think maybe the players bought in a little bit with him behind the bench. So that's good to see. Um, good coach, good team. Hopefully they can figure it out and make some strides next year. Yeah, I didn't realize how, how well the the Oilers' turnaround was pretty much with him. They they went twenty six nine and three, fifty five points in thirty eight games with him. He, he he showed enough where he he was able to mix and match with Drysaddle and McDavid, play them together, and it had that work sometimes when it wasn't working. He'd break them up. So I mean, the coach isn't going to be the issue in Edmonton. They still need goaltending and defense, but getting getting a relatively young guy in there who who has had success with this team in the regular season and and winning a playoff round, it, it can only be good for Edmonton. Yeah, I'm definitely a big fan of Jay Woodcroft. Uh, watching his press conferences, he reminds me a lot of Jay Bendar, very well-spoken, uh, intelligent coach. He's going to get the most out of those guys. Uh, he got them to play defensively when no other coach could, which is uh, saying a lot when your fucking best defensemen are Brett Kulak and Evan Bouchard and Darnell Nurse on a hip flexor injury. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Jay Rookcroft is uh, the right guy for Edmonton. And uh, it was rumored that, uh, that the Red Wings are after him. So Edmonton actually uh, had a win here getting him back there for the next season because uh, he's going to take them places, I think. Watch out for the Oilers going forward. Mm-hmm. If only they can get a goalie. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Number one. Number right? one. They need a goalie and maybe a couple more defensemen. <laughs> All right, boys, that covers us over news. We'll jump into a game four discussion here. Obviously, that game just wrapped up tonight. Uh, Colorado did win 3-2 in overtime. Um, I didn't get to catch the game because I was at work, so I'm going to throw this one over to you guys. Uh, Ryan, why don't you go first here, bud? Yeah, I, this was a, an intense game. This is I said in the Slack, this was the type of game I expected game three to be. It was low scoring. It was was grinded out. There, there were a little bit of chances on both sides, but it was just good playoff hockey between two of the best teams in the league. And that's why they're there. And ultimately like Darcy Kemper gave up uh, a few soft goals. The the headman goal was def- definitely not good, but the, the, the abs battled back. They had two, two greasy goals right there in front of the net to, to tie it. Uh, McKinnon finally scored on, on an absolute snipe there off, off his skate in, in the, in the crease. And then, you, you could sense them pressuring in the third period, and then it, overtime was just all avalanche. And you know there could there can always be some sort of counterattack or you know one wrong pass like Byram had out out of the zone can create a chance the other way. But besides that, it was avalanche the whole way. You, you thought they were going to win. It was just holding your breath until they did, and then they scored, and they didn't know they scored. And then John Cooper is saying now that that they shouldn't have scored. But we'll get into that after we get Joel's take. Yeah, first period was uh, it was interesting. Um, the Lightning outshot the Avs. I don't know, it was a seventeen to four, or something crazy like that. Um, but they, it felt much more even than that, and that that's just the way the game went. It was a very even game, uh, but the Lightning were able to maximize their opportunities, and uh, it, it felt like one of those games where the the champs just pulled out in the end. They they pull out those intangible qualities and uh pull it up and like uh uh they're blocking shots like mad man it's like the abs had way more shot attempts at the end but the the blending fucking they they took it all in the bodies they 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 must have sent like five guys to the dressing room just on block shots alone uh <laughs> there was uh chernak and sergeyev sergeyev uh 
Yeah, the Lightning were doing all they could to prevent the Avs from uh, scoring, but in the end, the the right team won the game. I think. Uh, I did not feel that way <laughs> after two periods. I was very depressed and all that, but I figured that this is just one of those games where the uh, the Lightning just win those those kind of, kinds of games because they've done it before, and the Avs are still uh, newbies to this game. So, uh, yeah, very impressed with the boys to pull it out there. That's what they got. Some greasy goals there, like Ryan mentioned, the McKinnon um, off the skate, and then uh, Cogliano as well. And then the final goal with Kadri. Man, what a fucking goal, man. Broken thumb and all. He comes in on the rush and <laughs> buries it, and nobody thinks he scored, but he there it is, right in the top shelf. Uh, yeah, what a what a what a guy. Uh, credit to you, Talon. Thanks for uh, thanks for lending us. <laughs> thanks for lending him yeah. lending him to us. Uh, <laughs> Likewise, thanks for Kerfoot. <laughs> You're very welcome. You're very welcome. <laughs> yeah, just a great gritty effort. You you like these comeback wins? Like we were down twice and just came back gutted it out this is what you want to see in your team because the avalanche big quality or a big complaint i've had of this team is just uh, a, a lack of heart you know and it just kind of a bail if they're losing or uh, if if they're winning and then they just throw away a lead that that's been the big complaint but this is one where they just kept battling back and uh, they were the fresher team at the end there the lightning were just totally gassed there's only so much you can ask with them how, how much hockey they played you know those three series they uh uh, the big uh, seven-game series against the Leafs, and then the six-game series against the Rangers. It's catching up to them, plus the other two Stanley Cup runs they had. So the Avs are just a fresher team, and they just battled for it. And, uh, yeah, right team won in the end. Gentlemen, Father's Day is just around the corner, and our friends at Manscaped are here to ensure all the father figures out there are looking daddy material this June. Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0, which includes their signature lawnmower 4.0, is the perfect bundle to tackle any and all old man hair from head to toe. This right here is no dad joke. Treat him and yourself and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with an exclusive offer. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. Trust me, his dad bod will thank you. Manscaped is designed with fathers in mind, and the Performance Package 4.0 is here just in time for your pop's special day. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold his goodies. First off, let me start by saying the Lawnmower 4.0 will be the official MVP of Father's Day. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 400K LED spotlight he needs for a more precise shave. Does your dad use the same trimmer for his body and face? Let's throw that out the window and give him the upgrade he deserves. But wait, there's more. Manscaped just launched their brand new Boxers 2.0 that are, dare I say, the best boxers ever. We all know dads love their comfort. With summer just around the corner, the Boxers 2.0 are here to save every father from the uncomfortable heat. These new boxers are packed with revolutionary features, including the jewel pouch, designed to cradle his boys in their own special space. This right here is a game changer. Whether he's mowing the lawn, taking out the trash, or golfing in the sun, these moisture-wicking boxers breathe without breaking the sweat. Dads, buy this for yourself. Sons, buy this for you and your dad. Ladies, buy this for your man. And dog daddies, you deserve this treat too. 
Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code SGP. Shake what your mama gave you? Nah, shake what your daddy gave you. Yeah, you bring up some good points there, man. Like I like I said, I didn't get to see much of the game. I caught a couple of the highlights when I got home and looking there. Um, awesome to see Kadri get that goal. Dude, that's so sick, especially everything this guy's gone through in his career, uh, especially the last couple of years, the playoff suspensions, and then, you know, the injury that he had. He finally comes back, and good old Naz Nazim the Dream goes fucking top titty in overtime to end it. That's pretty cool to see. Um, so kudos to that. When I was walking home from the work, there's this bar I walked past on Bay Street and shit just to get to the subway or whatever. And I looked in and there's the big TV on and shit. And I look over and I see, I think it was Sorelli. He just got absolutely crushed in like the neutral zone. He's rolling around the ice. This is overtime. I'm like, yo, I got a bad feeling. Tampa's going to lose this game. I'm not even going to check my phone. Sure enough, I get off the subway when I get to my stop. And yeah, they, they lost. So uh, from the sounds of it, Colorado is pretty dominant in overtime. So no surprise. But hey, it looks like they earned it, man. So this is a great Colorado team. Nothing against tampa either but uh you know it sucks for me to say i got a lot of money riding on tampa winning this series but uh things are looking pretty positive for colorado right now i guess we'll leave it at that one more thing one more thing darcy kemper huge comeback game for him man he let mm-hmm. in one bad goal uh, that victor had in the backhand but other than that he was fucking solid uh he let in a goal early in the game that wasn't his fault really it was just a bad rebound and all that his mask falls off Otherwise, he was just solid. He wasn't letting in major rebounds. He was totally solid. He he totally uh, kept up with Vasilevsky, and that's all you want if you're the Avalanche. You just want a goalie that won't let in those terrible goals at the uh-huh. wrong time. So uh, credit to Darcy Kemper. He, uh, he might have made himself a few millions here this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dude, that's a- I, I forgot. I forgot about that first goal and like looking back at it, it looks like McKinnon gave up on the play and was like, okay, his helmet came off and he raised his hand. And if he kept playing he probably could have got at least his stick on uh on the guy's stick or at least maybe poked the puck away so that that was wow mckinnon's a fucking moron darcy kemper kept playing like uh he knew the rule like uh, if the yeah if the mask falls off immediately afterwards it's still in place mckinnon's just a freaking idiot like always <laughs> i played the whistle yeah and, and and like you said the first period shots were what 17-4 but but after the first period i was like the, the avs got this they had the zone time they had the shot attempts and also, you mentioned uh, Chernak did not return after taking that block shot. He's a second-pair guy with McDonough. They played with five defensemen for most of that game. It could be a big loss if he's out for Game 5. Dude, that's a good point about Kemper, though, man. There was a lot of speculation before this game, and more so, I guess, after last game. Like, hey, like, is this guy able to do it? Maybe it was just kind of hearsay coming from the coach. Obviously, he's their guy, so he was going to get the nod no matter what. Uh, not a fraud. He got the nod. Um, but yeah, good, good on big Dick Darcy. Oh, he stepped up and he got the win and you know, Joel, you touched on it. He, he didn't let any shit goals. And that's what all you can ask from a goalie sometimes is to give your team a chance to win. And he clearly gave the team a chance to win tonight. So kudos to him for a nice bounce back game. That's a good point. All right, boys, this is it. We just had game four. We're going into game five. Hey, this wait, is wait, the wait. St- Holy oh, shit. Are we going to talk about the lightning coach? I thought you guys threw that in there. Okay, go talk about John Cooper being a big whiny baby bitch. Go about it. All right, so so I I didn't see this video clip at first after the game. I I just saw a shorter clip where he was talking about how 
he felt so sad for his players and, and like all the all they fought and stuff. And you'll you'll see what it means. And I can talk tomorrow. And I thought it was like talking like, okay, the players are playing hurt, kind of sad to see how how far they, they've they've uh, they fought and all that stuff. But then I threw it in the Slack, and Joel's like, what are you talking about? And so I went back, I watched the entire clip, and he's he's whining about the the player nowhere near the puck that was next to the bench making the change as you're allowed to do and he's just like it's he's acting like someone shot somebody out there on the ice it's just like oh my god it, you know when you see when you see the winning goal it'll 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 make sense i, I can't talk right now i can't talk i'll be available tomorrow no just shut up T- take the loss you 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 guys did the same thing last year. I saw a video retweeted against um, the Islanders, I believe. So that that's what happens. Unfortunately, you can't challenge. That that's a call that they they have to make on the ice. And what happened happened, and that did not have any impact on the goal whatsoever. And he needs to just suck it up. Yeah, I'm just gonna quote what it says here in our show sheet. Uh, John Cooper is a big whiny baby bitch because that is uh, as good as he can talk about it. That is as accurate as a statement as you can have uh yeah it has nothing to do with the play i mean the avalanche been screwed by these these non-factors i just got bad memories of the landis Gogoff side a few years ago against the sharks that game seven when the goal is allowed it's nothing to do with the play he's just stepping off the ice onto his bench but it's called offside um uh it's it's about the spirit of the law, not the letter of the law, right? I mean, okay, technically, if you have a bunch of lawyers going over it, maybe you can rule it off, uh, too many men on the ice, so they blow it down and give you a penalty. <laughs> uh, but it's, it has nothing to do with the play. Uh, and just like that uh, offside goal that was ruled against uh, when Bo Bryant took it off off the, the blue line, there was like a sliver offside, and that and that wrecked that uh, that goal by Natchushkin there in Game Three. So it's it's about the the spirit of the law, not the letter of the law, man. It doesn't it doesn't affect the play. So it's 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 a bad look for him. Um, yeah, it's uh, the way he looked in that press conference. You know, I watched all these press conferences live after every game. It sounded like he was done with the series, man. He's he looks defeated as fuck. So that's a good sign going forward into game <laughs> into game five. So uh, I'm happy to see it. Let's fucking bury this bitch. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm looking on Twitter right now and shit. People are getting like, boys, this is like these. Some of these people got to be locked up and taken off the internet. People are like, it looks like um, McKinnon actually got off about 4.2 seconds before Kadri jumped on the ice and stuff. It's like, okay, let's just fucking chill out, bro. Like, I don't know. Like, Joel, you brought up a good point. It doesn't really affect the actual play. I I don't know. Maybe it does. I don't give a shit. But if you're gonna start breaking into decimal of seconds, get a fucking life, man. That was the call. That's the call. Deal with it. Go win the next three. Um. All right. We're jumping into the Stanley Cup Finals now. It's Game Five. We got Game Five on Friday. The Stanley Cup is available. Colorado could win it, especially at home at the Nutsack Arena here. Uh, game five is on Friday, June 24th, 8 p.m. Cut puck drop. Like I said, Colorado leads the series three to one. Uh, Colorado on the money line paid off minus 160. Colorado puck line minus 1.5 is paying plus 155. Tampa Bay on the money line plus 140. Tampa Bay puck line plus 1.5 is paying off minus 190. The over under is sitting at six, overpaying plus 100. The under minus 120. Uh, should be worth noting, game four was the only game in the series that has gone under. So that's going to be an interesting play, what we decide to do there. Uh, current series odds, Colorado, you can get for minus 1,400. And Tampa Bay, plus 800, if you think the Bolts are going to come back here. Joel, I'm passing this one up to you, bud. What do you think is going to happen in game five? Or, uh, are your Avs going to get it done at home or what? 
I think so. This is the uh, this is the real crucible, right? This is the one that we have to win. Uh, game four obviously was must win. All the fucking games are must wins. I hate that term right now, actually. So uh, get out of anything. Every game's a must win, but uh, this one is a double must win. <laughs> if the ass lose this one, <laughs> it'll be very tough because we're gonna have to go back to Tampa. And it could very easily be a 3-3 series coming back to Colorado. So uh, double must win here. This is the one that we got to seal this thing off and just uh, kick the fucking dog when he's dead. Kick him when he's buried. Just fucking bury him. Kick him when he's further. buried. <laughs> bury him even deeper in the ground, man. Shovel shoes. Yes, yes. Killer instinct. This is what we need. Killer instinct, right? Um I remember watching the the Boston versus the Golden State Warriors in that series. Like Boston were the better team, but they let the Golden State Warriors back in the series, even though uh, the Celtics were the better team. So I think that the Avalanche are the better team here, but the Lightning have done it before. So this is the exact same situation, but we can't have no fucking Jason Tatum's on our team. We gotta have fucking Cam Cars, Nathan McKinnon's. We gotta have all guns firing, proving that we're the new. The new dynasty. We're going to rule this fucking league for the next five years. And uh, it starts with this game here. Game five. We're going to bury them. Uh, Lightning looks tired as fuck. Towards the end of that game, Avalanche just got better and better as the game went on. I think that continues in game five. Uh, yeah, it, it, we saw how great the crowd was. The, the Lightning crowd, come on. They weren't half as good as the, the, the Avalanche crowd there. You can even notice that on the television. So I think that those guys get behind this team and we take it home. Uh, I'm not sure about the total. I think if anything, I'd lean toward the under. I think Kemper's getting better. Vasilevsky's going to be on his fucking A game. We know how good he is in elimination games. So I would take the under six here, minus 120. But uh, I think the Avs win this game, three to one, four to one, something like that. Uh, give me a, a two to one Avs lead going to the third, and then we get a couple empty net goals as Cooper pulls the goalie to get a uh, uh, try to get back in this one. I think the Avs win this one comfortably at the end. Yeah, when the Lightning uh, beat the Rangers to confirm the, the Stanley Cup final matchup, I my gut said Avalanche in five. I tweeted that out. I should have stuck with my gut because I, I, I wavered a little bit when Avs in six is what I put my, my biggest futures on, even though I also have just Avs to win the cup. But, yeah, I think Avs in five is is going to be it. They're, they're going back home. They're already the fresher team, even though both teams both teams are banged up. You saw how, how well Kadri played. He was the Avs top uh, forward in terms of Corsi four percentage in the game at five on five. Kucherov played despite being a little banged up. I, I read it didn't look great in warmups, and, and they had – a horrible line. Kucherov had a 30% Corsi four, Stamkos 25. So if they if they can do that, that's all they do at home on the road with the altitude. Down 3-1 after, like you said, John Cooper sounds completely out of it. It's like they already lost. They're going in there. I think the Avs win this easily, taking the money line, take them on the puck line. And I think the over six, especially at even money, is a good play because Avs should put up three or four. Maybe get like a four-two and and add in a empty net goal with them in desperation. So yeah, I'm all over the Avs in Game Five, and I like the over as well. All right, Ryan says, "Oh, I, I should have trusted my gut. You know, I'm, I was thinking Avs in five. Well, you know what I say to that? What you looking at my gut for? Fuck! 
<laughs> Fuck that, bro. Like, this has got to be Tampa, man. Like, I, I know, I know. Like, this team looks distraught. They look a little rattled. They're in their own heads a little bit. John Cooper looks like a big old whiny baby. Looks like Baby Boss from that little kid's movie or whatever. That's that's bullshit, yo. This is a team that's been there before, too. And I know I've been saying that all series long, but Colorado hasn't been there, man. Maybe... Maybe the pressure of a chance to actually close out a, close out the Stanley Cup winning series. This is new territory for most guys on this team, right? And uh, most importantly, it's new territory for goaltending as well. All it takes is a couple bad goals, and then you're in somebody's head, and things can kind of go a little bit differently here. So I'm going to be on Tampa in this, man. Uh, I'm going to play it easy, though. Tampa on the money line, plus 140. I do love the over here at six, though. Like, I don't know. Obviously, tonight went under, but only, fuck, it was five goals, right? So it's not like it missed the over by that much. Um, I think we're going to see some goal scoring here. And even if I'm wrong and Colorado lights up Tampa, Jolie touched on it uh, either before the show or shit, you might get like some empty net goals. You know, Tampa pulls a goal, you have five minutes left if they're losing by two. Well, fuck, there's some chances to score some easy goals there. So the over has to be the play in any kind of series closing game. Uh, so I will be on that. But yeah, man, I'm just I'm just not ready to count out the two-time Stanley Cup champions again, right? Like, regardless of what happens, we can all agree Tampa Bay, this Tampa Bay team was organized and built and has performed as a dynasty. I'm not willing to count them out yet, man. Like, uh, I, they have a slim chance to win this series. It's very slim. I don't exactly see that happening. But this team's too good for me to say they're going to lose to Colorado in five games. So it could happen. It very well could happen. It's looking like this happened. Odds are against them. You, Joel, you touched on this Colorado fan base shows up, man. They're they're awesome to watch those games. These these fans are into it at the Nutsack Arena. The sperms inside the sack are going crazy. They deserve all the love that, that they can get. But Bandwagoner uh, could not do it though. Bandwagoner couldn't get bad it wagon. done. But he, he was at the game at game Tampa. four. Guy in the Slack group. Uh, beauty of the energy (laughs) um but yeah man so i'm on tampa in this game but i'm ready for the inevitable if it should happen uh also i'm gonna sprinkle tampa bay series fuck it plus 800 i'm in for a penny i'm in for a pound here let's go we're brought to you by athletic greens in their ag1 supplement so what is this stuff with one delicious scoop of ag1 You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com SGP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. 
You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world, world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com SGP. Make sure you download the SGPN app. It's now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. It gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, boys, that covers the uh, that covers the game five prediction here. Will we see a Stanley Cup? Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. We'll have to wait and see if that's do or if that's double do or die for Colorado. Then it's fucking quadruple do or die for Tampa or must win or whatever the fuck Joel was saying. Um, all right. Either way, we're heading down to our HGP puck puck challenge hockey bankroll game. I don't even want to get into this segment right now, but we're going to do it anyways. <laughs> Uh, I got 38 puck bucks and 49 puck cents left remaining. I'm pretty sure I only got 50 puck bucks at risk. Uh, I'm puck fucked with my puck. Bucks. I hope you haven't been betting these with your real life money. It'd be <laughs> down bad. <laughs> no, no, I have actually. You know, what? I have though, but I've been making up for it with other plays, so we're okay. Uh, Ryan currently has 359 puck bucks and 91 puck cents available. He has 251 puck bucks uh, in futures at risk. Jolie has 572 puck bucks, 24 puck cents available, and has 341 puck bucks currently at risk. I'm going to get mine out of the way here, boys. I got 10 puck bucks since Tampa on the series of plus 800, and 9 puck bucks and 24 puck cents on Tampa on the money line in game five. Uh, that's all I could afford. I wanted to do more. I can't afford to do more. Get that out of the way. Ryan, over to you. Yeah, I was telling these guys before the show that that my biggest puck buck bet for the futures on this is Avs to win in six, but I'm still going Avs heavy here in game five, taking their team total over three and a half plus 115 for 50 puck bucks. They got three tonight, even though it wasn't overtime. I think going back home, having that home crowd behind them, they'll be able to put up four, especially if they lightning pull the goalie early. So I'm also taking the Avs on the puck line, minus one and a half, plus 155 for 25 puck bucks. I, I was toying with taking the Avs to win by exactly two or exactly three, but going to go safe safe with the uh, puck line. Th- those are fun bets, though, if you're looking for, for longer shots to kind of sprinkle there. Then I have two anytime goal scorers. I'm taking McKinnon to score again, plus 142 for 15 puck bucks. I hit tonight for me i'm taking a val nasuskin to score plus 225 for 10 puck bucks he was all over the ice tonight he led the uh, avs in scoring chances so i think going back home he'll be able to pot one myself uh i bet the uh lightning to win the series after the avs won game one but you know what i'm going back in my heart now i think the avs clean this up in game five, so I'm going with the Avs money line, minus 160, 40 puck bucks on that. And then you know what? If they're going to do it at home, they're going to do it right. They're going to do it in the style, which means they're going to win by uh, more than one goal. So Avs minus one and a half, 
plus 155, 20 bucks on that as well. Uh, we're going to seal this deal here. I'm fucking confident as shit right now. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm loving life, and I think that we're going to carry this momentum forward. <laughs> Let's fucking go. I'm looking forward to Friday. We're going to have the best fucking weekend ever, boys. Buddy, what's the over-under and how many fucking Donnies are going to be sucked back into your lungs on Game 5? <laughs> it's going to last all fucking weekend, that's for sure. <laughs> all right, uh, that's our HTP Puck Puck Challenge. Uh, yeah, Joel, you're looking good there. I think you got it. But we'll, we'll continue to keep it updated in every show. Uh, boys, that pretty much wraps anything up. Anything else you guys wanted to touch on before we uh, before we send her off here or what? No, nothing. I got one. Jeff Box is a straight up nerd. That's uh, that's all I got. I wanted to say something else, but I didn't really do any prep, so I'm just gonna call him a big long nerd. The best way to insult him is say that Gumby handicaps MMA better than he does. Oh shit! <laughs> Jugular kill, bro. Yo, this guy's going for a truce. There's no fucking truce, bro. Are you kidding me? You want to start this shit? You're gonna fucking be in it until we end it. All right, that's how it works. We have a we have a neutral Switzerland. That's the food group in the Slack. So if you're in the food group in the Slack, that's that's clear game. That's neutral Switzerland. But anywhere else, game's fucking on, bud. Get a get a grip, get a grasp of what's happening because you're not fucking ready. You want to mess with the fire? We're gonna bring the fucking heat. Um. All right, everybody. Uh, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be, man, for everything we said above and before. NASCAR Gambling Podcast, fucking baseball, all their shit. Uh, college football is going to be here sooner than later. I think that kicks off in around August. Uh, NFL is going to be coming up soon, so keep a couple eyes out for that. Uh, CFL's do shit. USFL, they're in their playoffs. Fucking Stanley Cup, boys, doesn't get any better than that. A couple big golf tournaments coming up. And I guess some MMA, if you want to go check out the MMA show, go check those guys out, too. They do do a great job. Um and uh check out the articles that Ryan and Joel are always dropping, man. Those are good too. Like I said on the top of the show, go support your boys, yo. They put a lot of effort into that and they turn out pretty well. So uh go go give them a little bit of a clicks, you know. Go, go, go give them a clickety clackety. Um and shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. Slack group's always popping off. Fuck yeah, hockey channel, sports gambling podcast network slack group. You guys are a bunch of beauties, you've been beauties all year. And uh, I think it's safe to say we got the best Slack channel, man. So fuck yeah. If you're not in it, get your ass in the Slack. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. Yeah, no competition at all there for, for the best Slack channel. It's kind of like the hockey channel versus every other channel is the hockey gambling podcast versus the MMA gambling podcast, which you definitely should listen to. But just fast forward through through the old gray bush just droning on and on and and listen really for, for Gumby's analysis and, and his, his uh, funny takes. So you should check that out. And yeah. Listen with an ostrich. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> and make sure you check out the Slack, of course, and subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on Apple, sg.pn slash hockey, and Spotify, sg.pn slash hockey. Yes. You know, last show, we, we, we filled up our waters there in the, in the, uh, in the desert. We, 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 we took it all in. We got, comp, got cocky. We didn't fill up our canteens enough, so we're going to have to ask for some more reviews here. Make sure you leave a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. And you can find me as one half of Team Canadian Steel crushing the fucking CFL tomorrow on a Thursday night with my boy, Jolie. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. 
Joel Martin, you'll find me singing, Late night, come home, work <laughs> sucks, I know. I know. She left me roses <laughs> by the stairs. Surprises by the stairs. Say it ain't so, I will not go. I will not Turn go. the lights on. Turn the lights on. Carry me Fucking right. Saskatchewan, so Rough Riders, minus three tomorrow. Let's fucking go. And the under, baby. 48. Let's fucking go. Long. Long.